policy. I think he's a fuck and an uh, Islamist uh, piece of shit reactionary. I also like his the way he handles his foreign policy. And I mm-hmm. wish Iran did that more, in which he plays both sides. And he was like, they shouldn't even bother to come. Frankly, we are not going to talk to the people who have soft stances on um, terrorist organizations, referring to, again, uh, that's the part that, again, I differ with, like PKK and all that. I am a huge, like, I think Kurdish people have been, uh, their rights have been suppressed in Turkey and Iraq and Syria, and to a lesser extent, but also in Iran. Uh, and it, it's disgusting. Their languages should be taught at universities. They should mm-hmm. have, uh, I don't know if they should have a right to uh, self-determination. I'm not a big fan of everybody should have their own nation type thing. Uh, but I do believe uh, that the, my every minority's language and culture should be respected fully, whatever their state is. So uh, I am not a big fan of that. But at the same time, I can't say I am too unhappy about the fact that Finland and Sweden are facing some obstacles in joining the NATO. I think, uh, just like European unions, Ursula von, uh, von, I forget the head of the European Union at the moment, the head of the commission. Yeah. Uh, she dis- I think with the NATO, soon we're going to see the discussion of getting rid of unanimous voting, just like EU is discussing that because of Hungary. Um, uh, potentially being a spoiler with Russia. Uh, so I think we're going to see uh, that and, coming up. Soon. And can Turkey, like, can one vote from Turkey be enough to not allow Finland and Sweden to join NATO or no? I believe it can. Yes, I believe they... I'll, so they're, I'm so gonna they're do in a, a big quick, position of power. Man, well, are the I Europeans... Believe... <laughs> this is like the last connection to europe i feel that the turkey has to hold on right because i mean you know the whole thing of joining eu that is like completely off the table but nato they have it from before right well and they have the biggest army in nato so so i mean i don't even know if the europeans would really want them not to be there but now i'm guessing if they could kick out turkey they would right uh in kick out what turkey if nato could kick out turkey would they would they kick them out now or just their no. army is too big? They still find them useful. No, it's, uh, yeah, no way they would kick out Turkey. But they don't see eye NATO. to eye on so many things nowadays. Yeah, uh, yeah, but they are. They see eye, in, eye to eye on enough things, especially mm-hmm. on Central Asia right now, where Turkey is crucial to America's play against Russia and China, where they are trying to uh, prop up Turkey, pan-Turkish, a nationalist and Islamist, Turkey is the Turkey is the key smuggler in that. Mm-hmm. You know they uh, are like all yeah. the you know uh, in Kazakhstan. We already seen the Kazakhstani crisis a couple of months ago is largely the same. Like they used, according to reports, uh, Pepe Escobar, other reporters, they used Turkish rat lines that were established during ISIS and Libyan conflict and all that. So Turkey is too much of a connection route for America. And America has its own independent sort of relations with yeah, Turkey. With, its, with Turkey's military, you could see, you know, there are, uh, you could argue after the coup d'etat that Erdogan sort of uh, managed to push back against Turkey military is sanitized somewhat, but it's still America has too much. It's kind of like Pakistan. They have too mm. much 
fucking interest there. Yeah. So I don't so think the Europeans would... probably hate their guts, but yeah, and the Americans anyway. But and, and I would point out a month ago when Turkish foreign minister or Erdogan met with some German ministers, they did again mention that uh, joining of the EU should be uh, sped up or uh, something like that. Yeah, I mean, I according think... <laughs> to France 24, as per Article 10 of its founding treaty, Turkey has every right to block the ascension of wow. Finland and Sweden to NATO, although they have its big article. So I have to I don't know if they can appeal that or something Very like that. Interesting. I'm, yeah, so uh, yeah, sorry about that. Lack of no, 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 no. I mean, these are some of these questions that you think is very straightforward, but in fact, it's n- perhaps not even right. Like Turkey, yes, yeah, you don't they even can think block, about. but yeah, maybe they do this or that. They can. So we're just kind of, you know, has, surface level here. I mean, it says in fury, mm-hmm. Turkey has every right to block Sweden and Finland accession to NATO. Uh, the two Scandinavian countries must convince all 30 members of organization of the merits of their application. I mean, then they don't go on to contradict that. So I don't understand why they put the in theory. Yeah. So that's why I'm a bit suspicious to say for sure. Yeah. Maybe they can add it or something. But it seems to me pretty sure that. Yeah, that's the biggest news, right? Really kind of surrounding Russia, Ukraine now, right? Well, of course, there was also the quote-unquote victory in Mariupol apparently I don't give a shit I don't care I don't uh, it's all bullshit that's all a PR shit who cares yeah okay do you want do you want people me to tell you about Susan Gerd and how Iran had a battle with Iraq and how they raped and killed every single woman and children in the town like okay thank you for that and and like what is this like a I mean, I, it's not news, you know what I mean? Like, it's how is that geopolitically? Guardian is running a fucking mourning ceremony uh, as if, like, we don't know what's happening in war. Yeah, like, yeah. They're just finding no, no, out but... people are getting... And as as of battalion or a bunch of Nazis who were keeping people hostage, as far as I could tell from some videos, I'm sure some people were staying by their own will. I'm not saying everybody in Ukraine is all like that or anything. So... And frankly, when the war is happening, we are just right now, just last year, we still have uh, things coming out, Iran and Iraq war, which happened 20 mm-hmm. years ago. We have things coming out about World War II just about now. So uh, just, I, I don't, I'm not going to fall for this shit again. All right, Sam, let's move on to the next story. I mean, this is hilarious. We had a, wait. The war again. No, no, we... We had the most important development in Chinese-American relations in the last decade. Exclusive break, guys. Meet the press, stage the game of risk. <laughs> stay, I mean, it was unbelievable. This was unbelievable. Yeah. Chuck Todd showed up. And they, they are literally playing the game of risk. As you can see here on the map is a very large concentration of Chinese People's Liberation Army forces at potential ports of debarkation for an invasion. We want to focus on uh, a last-ditch effort to deter. This is a time to be sending the strongest possible message to Beijing, both privately and publicly, that there will be very severe costs if they actually go through with this. China has sort of seen our reaction to Ukraine, and we want to make sure that 
that we're surprising them. That your assault on Guam is going to make the United States pull back? We think it's going to make them militarily less effective. Uh, and so even if they desire to intervene, they won't have as much capacity uh, to, uh, to intervene on behalf of Taiwan. I think we, we start very forcefully with a missile bombardment on Taiwan. I think we want to bring their military to their knees. Are you making an assumption that, when, that China is going to attack any of the alliance? as they attack Taiwan or not? I think China would, doesn't want to. They would like to tell the world that we're going to discipline our unruly province and it's none of your business stay out of it. Mm -hmm. And if we stay out of it, they'll stay out of it. But if we decide... These idiots, I'm sorry, maybe we should just... I swear to God, we can buy like half of the people in the deepest state and stuff. Like people think deepest state are these like serious people. That's half of them basically just give, just say we paid you welfare, good money and all that, food and stuff. You get to play risk every day, all day, and you pretend it's real. Like yeah, yeah, I got to go over Russia, and now Balkan are is ours. Man. Ah! It looked so bad, man. It looks so bad. It looked like some kind of school UN project model. thing. It was you and model worse than you and model? I swear, like because you and model at least they're arguing and stuff. So like you know, it was just like it's a bit yeah i mean i hate you, that kind of stuff but this and you and model are kids doing I it i love this like kind of you and model are kids doing it literally these adults these professionals <laughs> they were brought in for a day sit in this room and just like jesus christ and just so probably Man, it was probably also so childish paid. and wrong the way that they did it too like even if like they probably didn't even like play <laughs> play they properly or paid. know the different strategies of it man i hope they got paid a lot i hope chuck Todd what gets do paid, a got paid a lot for being a clown and making a fool of yourself on tv 24 7 maybe you should get paid a lot i mean if someone wants to give me Fair chuck Todd's job i want quadruple of whatever no, man, is getting I, paid man for being a clown i never wanted to be a clown I mean, this is too it's, much okay chuck Todd, whatever but those guys they get to play risk and get paid that <laughs> I want to play risk and get paid. Uh, I can love I play risk. a different game? I'll be like, can I play Monopoly? FIFA? <laughs> come on, make US China FIFA. Come on, come on. That is literally, man, when I was a kid, okay, this is like, okay, this is a full disclosure. I was a psycho when I was a kid and I remain to this day. We used to have action figures and we used to have a parliament for that, our action <laughs> figures. I swear to God, I had, we had a parliament, me and my best friend, we had a parliament for that action figures. Did he know it was a parliament or only you knew yeah, about the no, parliament? No, no. <laughs> He was forced into it, but he knew <laughs> it was it was not a consensual parliament. Let's say, but yeah, we used to roll the dice to see who gets more votes and gets elected between different. Yeah, we had election, by the way. It wasn't a, just democracy. It wasn't just this. Yeah, it wasn't just like a appointed parliament. But then sometimes, like whenever, like there was a huge disagreement or something in policy in the parliament, and it was like we play FIFA. <laughs> and whoever would win uh, it was like somebody would become one side and somebody would this is literally like this is ridiculous they're they're doing i mean by the way war games are something real that military yeah, yeah. does check out uh, google millennium millennium uh what was it millennium whatever they did it with iran i think and america was a bit disappointed they had to suspend the games in the middle but this is not how you do it yeah, the Millennium Falcon, I want to say, but I don't think so. I don't know. It was because they, the American general who was on this, who was leading the Iranian side 
well, like they had to suspend it because he basically was destroying the other one. <laughs> because, because it's not again, because not again, because Iranian military is very corrupt. It's very much like the deepest state in America. They are incompetent fools like Pentagon and all that. But graphically and just uh, that type of thing, you know, it's just, it's very difficult. It's like China or Russia. Yeah. Like, you know, they say you can't conquer Russia type thing. It's not something to do with like innately good or very, mm. oh, the Iranians did something yeah. great. It's just a combination of factors, including like some things that the government... Yeah, like Iranian, of course, the Iranian military would never have a chance to, you know, pack their bags and go all the way to the US or of co- somewhere else. Or, and, or and even fight. take over Iraq, let's yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, defending, like- I mean, based on the very little that I've seen, you know, the typically the ones who are defending wherever they are they seem to have such especially, a high advantage especially um, if they have high ground as they do mm. in iran because it's mostly mountainous especially if they have uh, built all their military infrastructure underneath mountains again especially if it's persian gulf relatively shallow waters with you know where they can use these they've built these like tiny submarines they are not again they are not like good submarines but you can you can employ like thousands of them and use them as basically kamikaze sort of situation mm. bring down the american navy you know again american navy far superior by any standard but it's just the question of how much damage can america mm-hmm. take compared to how much damage can iran take in what time so that's what i mean i, I don't want to over idolize because Iranian military famously extremely incompetent in many mm. ways. So, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, just from a very layman way to me, it just seems like whoever is defending typically. Because yeah. they don't have to bring stuff there. And you know, there's the always people there, thing. right? Like one or two died. <laughs> there's two more. And there's always people. No, no. Whereas when you're invading, you have to bring stuff to. I don't Fame. know if that plays a big role or not. But that seems to also be a big issue. I've- I've heard this, I've heard military people say this. I don't know if it's true or if mm-hmm. it's just one of those old wives tale or whatever, but they usually say for every one man defending, you you need three men. That sounds baby. so accurate, honestly. Like, and it makes sense. Like when you like do a sports and a stuff, it, I mean, it's just, it's actually, it is like that. <laughs> That's actually not but, so bad, but we don't even need to go down. But, those but, analogies. but, but. But I would add, when you like the difference was in the modern, especially post World War II, was the difference was air power. Mm-hmm. But but more recently, due to missiles, American air power, which was mostly focused on airplanes, man-made uh, sort of things, is now challenged. It's not you know Iran, even though they don't have very accurate missiles, they have a lot of them, mm-hmm. so they can just just fill the with missiles, you know. That's what has changed in the last few years. Like that's why post World War II, there was the overwhelming U.S. and Soviet. You know what I mean? Because they had air power which mm-hmm. nobody had. Yeah, no, that definitely also, um, you know, that's obviously also a big advantage that they had during that period. And yeah, now it's been nullified to an extent, so like much, missile yeah. and drones and all it's things. Still, yes, and just so again much. coming Let's back not... to the thing of attacking somewhere somewhere else seems to just require so much more um effort and it's, it's just not, much yeah, harder i don't want to go too crazy yeah 
America is still the only country really that has aircraft carrier. You could argue maybe Russia has one, maybe China has one, but it's barely you know operatable and all that. America is the really the only country that has many operatable aircraft carrier, which allows basically it means it has moving islands. It means basically it has deploy and employ its air force from anywhere on the world, anywhere on the waters at least. So that it, you have like, yeah, I don't want to undermine US like military power or anything like that, but it's just about a, a specific battle and all that. No, no, no. And the political I, cost and the political I agree with you. And yeah, this has just been my very layman way of assessing um, how wars be go- have, you know, typically tend to go uh, recently. But um, anything else you want to th- <laughs> It was just literally the stupidest. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And Aaron Matthew was, I, I, Aaron Matthew was right. He was like, they should put a disclaimer. Someone's going to turn on TV and be like, what? They attacked the Taiwan. <laughs> like, seriously, like for at least 10 I'm seconds. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. These Chinese motherfuckers are attacking Texas. <laughs> like, attacking Taiwan. Ty- <laughs> yeah, Jesus man. Christ, man. I love the fact that, by the way, America is gonna like who gives a shit about Taiwan? Like, I know that's the funny thing, too, right? It wasn't like it the US, even have oil. it's like the US, yeah. it's not like China attacked US Navy base in like you know, Middle East. What are we gonna do? No, the, the, it was very normal for them that the premise would be that China would attack Taiwan, like that premise, like it's as if they didn't question it for a second, and if they do. It's completely normal for us to then to go war with China. I mean, I find Matt, the whole Matt, premise love... to be funny, but man, that the shouldn't premise, be allowed no, no, on TV. The Are there no requirements? I mean, I don't know for news channels or something. I mean, it's I don't know. Free man. TV. It's free TV. As I get to it, it's free TV. It's not a state-owned TV. No, I don't know about the premise. I love the tone because then Chuck Todd is like, "All right, so let's go to this lady. Tell us what happened in the first move," yeah. and she's like. Yeah, they bombed Taipei. About 200,000 people are dead now. <laughs> Ashes to the wind. They do not exist anymore. Grandmothers crying. Their fathers dead. Yeah. And then they are putting troops on the island, massacring, raping children, <laughs> women. And it's like, oh my God. Like, lady, why do you not have any emotions? Wait, is this still she a stimulation? So, or did yeah, she was so, as a matter of fact, and now Taipei has fallen. The tears of uh, the tears of sadness roll on the eyes of soldiers as they cross the sea. Like what, what is going on? <laughs> like it's turning into a novel of like man. Uh, man it was so, so funny. I expected suddenly they start going about the story of an American soldier comes back to America with PTSD. Now he lives in a small town. He cannot control his anger. His name is. Rambo. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> and, then, and then they showed the meeting, the risk game. And I loved it. Yeah, I think we should deter them. I man, these fucking idiots, they have no idea how like military works, how politics works. Yeah. Do you think we should deter Americans through doing this to Australia? And it's like 
I don't know. Let me think about it. These people genuinely believe decisions mm. are made by having meetings and clash of ideas. And like, like Chinese military comes to the room. <laughs> Guys, we need these many people. Do you have people? No, we don't have people. Let's recruit. Let's get some people from Xinjiang. Just bring them in. Just bring them. Like, this is how, like, the, the world is run like the weep the, in the thick of it. It's not run like some fucking organ. Oh, let's. Okay, this war. Maybe we move the risky soldiers <laughs> there. Oh, fucking idiots. Who like, were those people, trained. though? Were they, like, who were they? Like, were, like what was their I background? Know, interns. <laughs> no, like, like, they weren't even military people, too, right? They were, like, different. I don't know. Like, think tank. I don't I, so, You know, it kind of yeah, reminded me. they were me. think tank experts. They do these shows. Yeah, they, were, they were like us. They were like people who read articles on JS Store. That's, <laughs> that's who they were. But it was too funny. It kind of reminded me like mainstream media does these things sometimes. One is during elections, they have like, you know, these focus groups yes, where they yes, like yes. assemble. Oh, I hate focus groups. Yes. That's still better. It's still better. That's point. better and than this. And then there's another that's one I've also this. seen where they like reenact shootings. But then some of them like backfire. Like the no, that's funny. Of the that's funny. How it could have gone. Yeah. I, I love reenactments generally. When especially I liked it old-fashioned way when you used to have somebody like, what was that guy, John Berka or something? He would come on TV and he would be like, now, and this woman claims that she was attacked in her own home. And now let's see the reenactment and then they would show the reenactment and all they would show are the like the feet of the guy in darkness yeah. no, no, going no. in the corridor <laughs> and stuff i love and then taking like the gun too. out like, don't get uh, me wrong no i'm talking about sometimes they do like stimulating hypothetical ones like you know oh, oh my god like if this teacher like had this or that like how it would happen oh, and, and they're also really oh, funny Republican yeah. ones? i love the republicans ones. Yeah. yeah if i was there and if i had a gun I would bring that gun. True, those are the Republicans. I neck. The neck are the best place. The neck does not have any suit of armor. Yeah. No. Have you seen the South Korean shit? The Korean reenactment, especially they do of. Oh my God. We. Uh, maybe you put a picture there, and you, man, you have no idea. In Korea, they do these animation reenactments of oh, like so British Korea, and American okay. poly, and it's it's unbelievable. It's the more I, I i'm still to this day not sure if they're real or if people are having like making fun of korea yeah. i don't know but yeah it's it's but i agree with you this was just the worst because it was like literally it was like my nephew's risk <laughs> games are more interesting than this seeing a bunch of adults like yeah i think if australia if you put sanctions on their meats maybe australian uh, tariffs will repair they would not then i said oh fuck off at least with my nephew it's all about bombs and shit <laughs> oh, man. embarrassing to say the least but okay anything else in this story uh, no but if these people are because look they seem to be in their 30s and shit right and they seem to be up for a game of risk <laughs> and recently there is nobody i can play game of risk with i'm i'm willing to play over zoom i put the camera in a way they can see the, the thing and it will be and come on we'll have fun you and you won't be you know heightening a potential world war three so you know it's more useful come on yeah go play with contact Sam. me <laughs> Yeah, let's play risk together and have fun. Let's, why do you have to make it so serious? Just because you're old, 
just be happy with the fact that you're mentally five year old like I am. All right, Sam, let's do our last geopolitical kind of story before moving on to Jimmy Doran wrapping up this sure. podcast. Yeah, I wish I had done this a bit earlier as well, because I wanted to do it before Lebanese elections as well. Mm. But sadly, we didn't have time. And Johnny Depp was far too important, mm-hmm. far more important Lebanese election. So we had to cover that. But no, Lebanese elections are done. This was one of the least uh, let's say, least lively elections in many years in Lebanon after many years of uh, uh, corruption and changing prime ministers with coalition and all that. But there were some surprising and potentially positive results from my point of view. Hezbollah lost its majority in the Mm. parliament. So Hezbollah is no longer the leading party. This was largely to selection of Reports on are unclear. BBC is reporting 13, Al Jazeera is reporting 16 independent candidates. So these independent candidates are largely running on, I wouldn't call them leftists. They are largely running on anti-corruption, anti, they, I would compare them to Latin American leftists in a sense that they are nationalist leftists mm-hmm. that are very much anti-corruption for the working people of the region. But and by the way, the election was boycotted by the Saad Hariri, the former prime minister, and the uh, sort of the head of the, let's say, Sunni bloc in Lebanon. While at the same brother, his brother, Baha or Bahar Hariri, was actually in coalition with some of the most right-wing factions in Lebanese politics oh, who are extremely anti-Hezbollah. So this election was while one of the least lively was also one of the most uh, divisive election campaigns in Lebanon as well, because there were all these posters and writings on the walls that was extremely anti-Hezbollah. And Mm. Hezbollah was all using the war war rhetoric, like the rhetoric they hadn't used since 1980s when civil war in Lebanon was was at its height. So it was both sides were very much, uh, very much heightening the rhetoric uh, uh, both uh, like super, super Christian, right? Because majority of Christians are actually in line with Hezbollah. Christian mm. bloc is largely in line with Shia bloc. Sunni bloc is largely in blo- in line with Saudi Arabia and all that. So that's usually, although I would say majority of the Sunni bloc, Shia bloc and uh, Christian bloc all want to get rid of Iranian, Saudi and American and French influence, but they can't. So, you know, they're all, you know, majority of people within those blocks are like that. But Shias are generally, because Shias generally have better relations with Christians, uh, at least more recently and historically. So that's why. So, but that that was a bit of a blow both to uh, Hezbollah, but it was not a gain uh, 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 for, um, it was not a gain for um, Sunnis. And in fact, the group that seems to be the most damaged by it are the Christians, Christians who were aligned to uh, aligned to Hezbollah and Christians who were aligned with extremists. Generally, they've done the worst. So it seems the Christian middle class has done, uh, in terms of taking a hit, they've taken the biggest hits relative to others. I so see. I don't know if you have. No, I see. And I'd, I'd listened a little bit, so I'd followed in Al Jazeera to new bit. And oh, you... sorry. I would like to add uh, a Maruni. A Maruni uh, uh, extremist Christian group did 
increase apparently they have like increased their presence increased their vote share so not clear if they got any members and of course i'm guessing the state of the economy is still in complete shambles and Yes, Lebanon. I I would it say hasn't this, digre- it hasn't gotten worse, no, compared to last year, or just on the same trajectory. It's gotten worse in terms of let's say it's uh, deteriorated mm-hmm. as it naturally would. And for example, in the polling, number of polling stations didn't have electricity. Wow. You know, by the way, elections what uh, was allegations of corruptions from both sides. There were a number of fist fights in <laughs> polling stations cash was being handed out to people i think the election was pretty much showed the increased fragmentation of lebanese community and lebanese society and further extreme exter- ex- movement towards extreme by all parties christian sunnis who boycotted the thing and shias as well in their rhetoric so it's that and frankly i know this is gonna to many leftist people sound maybe bad or surprising i do not think lebanon is a country that can uh, it's a failed state i think it was a mistake to be created in the beginning largely it was created to cut off syria's access to water and give france some land so they don't feel left out and i think maybe i i genuinely increasingly when you look at arab situation in palestine which we're going to talk about in a second uh in jordan uh, in uh, all these places uh, and when you see the wealth in Gulf states in Saudi Arabia and all that I genuinely think it's Arab nationalism even though it's probably very bad for Iran but could be like or so maybe some kind of it could be good for Iran maybe in a peaceful way but some form of uh, at least maybe sort of I don't know Levant nationalism like countries like Lebanon Syria and Jordan or something like this is ridiculous. Like what, coming together, like becoming one coming country? Together. Yeah, yeah. And a country based on an idea of a people of equal, of all kinds of not, oh, the speaker has to be Shia, mm-hmm. the president has to be Sunni, the blah has to be Christian, you know, something organic, something not yeah. just bullshit. That sounds like a good solution, really, but it's really not, huh? Like, <laughs> like dividing like different parts of government based on this kind of representation of people which i mean everyone I never, everyone knows about lebanon so me, i guess we didn't mention it but i mean lebanon yeah. is just a funny government system it's a speaker is shia prime minister is uh sunni president is christian yeah that's <laughs> how it must be to say iraq is similar but i would say yeah that's the thing i always thought that's the worst type of that's the worst of all works in my view because rep- i believe in i believe, even if you believe in representation which i do to an extent i think that be focused on things that you are innately born with like being a woman or being yeah, of yeah. a different race ideas are something you choose or a religion is something you choose so oh I yeah i mean I even those ones yeah but i mean in some in some even those in some ones, places and problems. societies though like yeah you kind of choose your religion but you don't really i mean when you become an adult you can choose you're a politician but, I mean, you know yeah when you're a politician you're always choosing i'm yeah. not talking about yeah, some true. working class child who's working in a market as a yeah. laborer you know i'm talking about politicians and all that. so Fair i enough. think yeah but mm-hmm. uh but, but let's move on to yeah, Israel let's go to palestine, palestine. so as i'm sure everybody who might watch our channel knows that there was a palestinian american 
Palestinian or Lebanese? I believe Palestinian. No, Palestinian American, American reporter, yeah. A reporter who uh, was apparently a star in Arabic channels. I didn't know her any at all. Uh, she was shot in the neck, or as they say in the head, uh, even though she was wearing jacket, she was wearing a helmet with a press uh, core uh, signs on it. And this is, by the way, and right now Israel is denying it, but all the evidence by NGOs and I think anybody who has two eyes or brain points to Israel, considering that they're always, especially their snipers are so quick to mm. show off their, oh, we are so skilled at hitting pregnant women and clearly neck of a lady. Like, you know, she was wearing a helmet. I mean, yeah. anyway, but, uh, and then the, the uh, Israeli saying that, oh, we want to have a, we are ready to have a, open investigation and Palestinians are obviously saying that your investigations has, have always been a whitewash yeah. so we are not gonna um, uh, we are not gonna uh, contribute and we're gonna do our own investigation and uh, uh, and uh, yeah it's just and in the worst I mean not the worst but I mean the worst part is the killing of course but it's just the cherry on the top let's say was that the attack on the people in the funeral. Mm, shit, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't follow that. Oh, you didn't follow no, that? No, All no, right. no. Uh, that's actually, that's where the egg comes in. Oh, really? And the egg, the egg did a good job, actually. <laughs> there was somebody, I forget who it was, I believe somebody from Israeli embassy was on the reliable sources with the Humpty Dumpty, <laughs> also known as Jeff Zucker uh, Loverboy. Uh, Jeff Zucker Loverboy, Humpty Dumpty was, uh, you know, he was not, I'm not, uh, when I say good, it's relative, okay? Yeah. Yeah, the, he allowed the Israeli guy to say, oh, we, we want to have an open investigation, just, we, we didn't blame anybody, but all the American media and all the media, they've blamed Israel without any evidence. Al Jazeera, you know Al Jazeera? Oh, that's why I was telling you free media is different from a state media. I don't know if you know this, but Al Jazeera is just like uh, Russia, Today is the RT. It's state funded. It's it's lies. And then the egg was surprisingly good. The egg was like, I know a lot of good journalists work for Al <laughs> and it was like, oh, me too, me too. I know a lot of good people, but at the same time, blah 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 blah. So and then the egg was like, what? Uh, the, then the guy was like, we don't use schools. We don't use AP offices to hide uh, terrorists. That's what Palestinians do. We don't do that. And then the egg was like, was like, what about the funeral? What about the funeral and stuff? And then, uh, sorry, I forget what happened. I forget his answer. Well, he gave some bullshit answer, you can imagine. But the egg was doing Humpty Dumpty's. Yeah, I think he's boiled now. So he's not, <laughs> you know, if you're boiled, you can take a few cracks. You know, you don't leak out or anything. So, but at, so at the funeral, did, who, so what happened at the funeral exactly? The police attacked the, the, the people so much and then they shot like i believe like uh, rubber bullets or maybe mm. not throw gas stuff and somebody dropped the casket it was disgusting no i mean again uh, we are not fucking christians and we like dropped it you know that's not respectful i don't think but whatever yeah no definitely okay anything else no but man if i swear to god come on brian if you keep doing this as an act, we'll uh, come on. It's coming from a good place. We want you to do good. You're Seriously. our, you be our voice in CNN. All right. Next time, bring somebody from Ukraine and ask them similar <laughs> questions. Come on, come on, do it. 
Do it, Brian. Come on, I promise I won't cook you. Come on. I won't put you in my salad. <laughs> All right, Sam. So let's move to the progressive world kind of segment of our podcast as we wrap it up. So like I said, this clip has been surfaced. So what were they really afraid of with Trump? They were afraid he wouldn't do this. That's what they were afraid of. They were afraid he wouldn't go along with them. Because he didn't come up in the Republican farm team. He didn't come up in the organization. He didn't have groomers, Trump. Trump didn't have donors. For his whole life, like everybody else, he was a donor. So he didn't owe favors like everybody else. They couldn't control him like they could control everybody. So what they did was they concocted Russiagate, red baited him for four straight years and impeached him twice. Because he didn't have his mind right. So if you were the anti-war person, you should have voted for Trump and the Republicans. That's what this means. If you're pro-war, you vote for Joe Biden and the Democrats. I was That's trying to save abortion. That's why I voted for Thing <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't able to find. I went, I thought maybe this clip surfaced in the two videos where he talks about war with the Republicans and Democrats with Aaron Maté. I listened to both of those. It wasn't there. So I'm not too sure where the clip is coming from. And pretty much in the clip, it says, well, if you want to vote for the anti-war party, you should vote for the Republicans. Um, and Trump. But I mean, when you listen, so, you know, that's just like a clip like that. But when you listen to the whole thing that he's talking with Aaron Maté and he says, like, look, the, the Democrats, not a single one of them or like not a single one of the squad or anything, any of them opposed, you know, the the 40 billion aid and stuff to Ukraine. But it was some Republicans who did it. John Bolton has somehow taken over the United States foreign policy. It seems like it's crazier than it could ever possibly have ever been before. This is just I mean, Barack Obama refused to arm Ukraine. And now we're giving them 50 billion dollars for war, which is almost as much money as Russia spends on their entire military. Um, Things Things have gotten so crazy that the squad and the entire Congressional Progressive Caucus, as you've covered, voted unanimously for this $40 billion package for Ukraine, most of it going to the weapons industry. I've never seen things more insane. And yeah, I, I agree with you. They, they do seem like they want to go to war with China. The squad can't even stand, uh, reach the level of Marjorie Taylor Greene or Rand That's Paul. Right. That's right. That's how sad it is. We only have yeah. right wingers standing up against war and we have every left winger or, you know, they're self-described left wingers. When you vote for $50 billion without debate, to ramp up a war with a nuclear power, you are no longer a lefty. I hate to I hate to break it to you, but what you're doing is advocating for annihilation of the human species. That's worse than anything you can think of. I said that the political parties are realigning, but they're not really realigning. They're both pro-war, although we did have 57 Republicans vote against that funding for Ukraine. Um, you would think it would be 57 progressives voting against it. It would, but that's what I mean about the flip. Now, instead of having 57 progressives vote against war, we have 57 right wing conservatives vote against war. So that's the flip I mean. Now, I think I'm going from the assumption that Jimmy Dore isn't actually saying vote Republican. He's just highlighting that the Democrat and Republican, the Aaron Matthew video, he says that, and maybe I'll put some clips here. They're the exact same shit. And in fact, you can perhaps, I mean, some of these more recent facts point to, you know, 
that perhaps the Democrats are even more war and hawkish people. Now, to be fair, Jordan uh, Chariton said, you know, how pro-war Trump actually was. So maybe his rhetoric wasn't there. So, you know, they do the same thing. But at the end, they are the same. And maybe even the Democrats are becoming even more pro, even more into war, or they just played their role, which is more this. But can't disagree too much with what Jimmy Dore is saying, honestly, both about the squad and the Democrats. What do you make, Sam? What do you think? I like to make two points. Mm -hmm, One is about Jimmy Dore, which I think is less important, not like just less important in like not my my opinion is generally not important so yeah but i think first of all i generally felt that video was a uh he's i the point i got maybe i'm mistaken was that he was trying to make that look how ridiculous the word is mm. that republicans yeah. who in years in from at least in 1990s and 2000s i wouldn't say before that again i made my point about jimmy carter was worse than reagan in many ways you know and i don't think if it was a democratic president uh necessarily would have been better anybody you know unless somebody like i don't know like i doubt it but somebody like dennis kusenich or someone but uh so uh in 90s and 2000s, especially Iraq war and all that, a lot of people became Democrats or became on the left or joined the liberals because they thought the war in Iraq was a mistake, just like mm-hmm. the war in Vietnam was a mistake, blah, blah, blah. And he was, in my view, pointing out, and that's why it's good to have some memory, you know, not your history, not be two days long, that, you know, very we against wars weren't we against escalating wars yeah because wars we thought let's say okay russia is at fault even if let's say fully russia is at fault forget about nato expansion forget about all of that no russia is at fault does the 40 million billion uh, sorry billion billion jesus um uh, dollar does that escalate the conflict help the people living in you want to call it Ukraine, you want to call it Russia, you want to call it fucking Soviet Union, you want to call it fucking Pandora, whatever yeah, you want. The people in that joke. The people area. in that area, do they live or do they have bombs dropped on them? Do they get to go on internet, watch funny videos like most people, or do they have to run away like little uh, Jesus fucking Christ? And I feel like it's extremely misleading to. I thought it was misleading to clip his video like that because even though I don't like Jimmy Dore's style sometimes, I, I've always said I'm a bit of a dandy boy. I, you know, when people shout too much, I tend to like not he watch the He hasn't been shouting much recently now that you No, recently. By the way, since Kurt has joined it and Kurt Metziger is a great writer. He's a great oh, comedy you like writer. Oh, you like him. Here. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote on this animation comedy years ago. It only ran for one season, I forget. It was really funny. It was about awarding demons. And, anyway, uh, but he's funny. I thought he's, in my view, he's gotten even more calm recently. You're but right, anyway, no, like, uh, uh, you know, I'm not like, you know, I, you know, uh, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it felt very dishonest, the whole, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. Not that, by the way, and I, I don't understand. Again, this is a point Jimmy makes, I think, sometimes too much. But as he says, he's a comedian. He's doing a show. He has got one million viewers, which is huge for mm. YouTube. He's great. He's all. He's got almost more views than a cable show, blah, blah, blah. 
But is he in a, any position of fucking power? Mm-hmm. Why so much focus on him? Why not? Why Jordan, who has done such great reporting, doesn't focus on Nina Turner, doesn't focus on AOC? Well, he tried to. <laughs> Nina Turner didn't give yeah, him anything to play with. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, an, in, a, in a constructive way. In a constructive way. You know, I, and it's easy to say, I love Tony Benn. But yeah. I love Tony Benn because that's, you know, but okay, okay, this, all right, I love him. Say something constructive. Okay, mm-hmm. what are the points of these agreements? Where can we move? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. No, definitely. And I mean, anyway, the clip that I showed you had Aaron Matthew and stuff. One, one interesting point beside this, because I made my main point with the video, where I think the clip, you know, was a bit out of context. When you listen to the other stuff that is saying, I completely agree, and I would have played some clips by now but Aaron Matte made one nice point about the Pentagon did you hear that he was like it's like the Pentagon are like the anti-war He's right now the most anti-war in the, in the U.S. they're like hey AOC you fuckers pump the brake hey, pump the... <laughs> you're not the, the ones who are gonna out, get guys. all the backlash we're the ones who are gonna get all the backlash when we get our asses whipped <laughs> God, no. No. but then again but but Pentagon is uh, wrestling with the monster of its own creations mm-hmm. as one commenter gladly uh, corrected me and finally uh, made that stick. The chickens are coming home to roost. Mm -hmm. For years, you fund, you support the most extremist animals thinking that, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to say the bullshit, we're going to get the increased funding. But the real thing is not going to happen. The real thing is not going to happen. And then the real thing happens and Ukrainian people and, you know, others die. So Definitely. Um, but um, okay, should we move on to Tucker Carlson to wrap up this show? No, no, I or do yeah, you have I more just, here you wanted to talk about when it comes to I, Jimmy? I mean, I partially made my more important point, but I just wanted to say that my more important point was that even if you think Jimmy's uh, ideas are completely wrong or he's pushing that idea, are we children still and think that he's some media personalities in a position of power that the state? a house representative or a senator is not that i've always made myself clear on house representatives level of power which i think is less than your average butcher but you know it's still like you know at some of them legally, it seems like it i don't know some yeah, have some, no power some have more power than everybody else put together i don't know no, some, not, <laughs> someone has to explain senate. it but, to but, yeah true. i know you're senator yeah, right yeah now. i feel like <laughs> I feel like even if you're pushing for an anti-war agenda, which should be the target, I would assume, and as Noam Chomsky, I think, again, somebody who I disagree with on a number of issues wholeheartedly, including Iranian history and anarchism, but I think he put it very aptly when he said that, what do you think, what are the real possible solutions? a compromise in which Russia gets something. Mm-hmm. So for that, negotiations should be supported. And that $40 billion does not seem to support negotiations. In fact, it does seem to undermine mm-hmm. and support a more aggressive foreign policy in Europe and towards Russia. So Amen. again, Still you, don't need to get, you, don't, you don't need to get moralistic about it. You yeah. don't need to get, and Chomsky doesn't, and uh, you don't need to get all emotional about it. You just can be very, I think, level-headed. And it's still, yeah. 
man. But man. then again, but the, but it's easier to cry when you're voting for Iron Dome than having a level-headed analysis. Yeah, true that. And I mean, man, if the lesser of the two evil argument, if it's ever been like disproved and countered so much as now, although it's going to resurface. That's what I'm a bit worried about. But I mean, though. that argument is completely out the window now. I, I know. I know. Even but also I'm... when it comes to climate change, I can't believe they were using climate change as if Biden is going to come now. And, <laughs> you know, just being part of an agreement doesn't mean anything if you're not like fulfilling it follow. and w- working towards it. Yeah. More than follow, because it's not like, like you, you need so much more, you know, to achieve those objectives that they had. But yeah, what, 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 were, you, what were you saying there that no, it I, worries you? I wanted to, yeah, full disclosure, full disclosure, I am from a certain background, I have been socialized in a certain way. And it does worry me that now I see in Iran, in America, in Europe, I have never seen this level of disillusion. Mm. And I, like, it's only something I've heard about, like pre-revolutionary times, that this level of like, just nobody gives a fuck anymore. About, like people are en masse ignoring media. People just, you know... And, you know, with the Roe versus Wade, I think we're going to see increased enclavedness of U.S. with liberal cities or states becoming mm-hmm. more enclave and uh, conservative things. And it worries me because, uh, of course, you know, I am always critical of American government and I think, you know, blah, and Iranian government and blah. But there is, like, people like Hitler, people I know, again, it's such a bad, I shouldn't have brought that example. I just asked the uh, are people to whenever i bring that example call me out but dictators that do brutal disgusting acts on a mass scale their frequency and their things their presence becomes i it, i feel like the, in these times of disillusion it becomes more likely that they appear and mm. they're able to wipe out a, it is a scary times it is a scary time so i'm just saying that even though i am all lefty and i think acceleration change at a grand scale radical blah blah it does scare me because sometimes change at the radical scale can be fucking brutal or you know it's just it's worrying i just wanted to say that i don't know i don't know anything and i'm fucking worried and scared shitless all the time i share your sentiment to a certain degree although i have to think about it some more and come back to you to be completely fair and honest I just it's just I've never seen this level of yeah you think so you think you, you know think there is or like distrust in government and government institutions is that kind of what you're um what Not you're distrust. To? I always I always felt that there was a distrust in government in fact I would say there was more distrust in government nowadays I just feel like all I see are these different cults mm. there are these people who love the democrats then there are mm. these people who love the certain part of Republican Party. Then there are these people who love uh, Islamic Republic, whatever. Then there's this, everybody's in this cul-de-sac, tiny gold. There is no overski. There is no, again, it sounds so stupid. It sounds like breaking points and all that, but there's no mainstream. There is no consensus. There is nothing that connects people of different groups to each other. Sometimes it may be, again, I'm just maybe because I am watching news and stuff, I feel like that. I don't want to over-exaggerate. It's just a feeling I get, especially midterms coming and withdraw versus wait, and Democrats literally basically saying we are not going to codify it or do anything. It's almost like you're like, and no, then no, I no. found that in Iran, 
abortion in cases of incest and rape is becoming illegal. It's just like, fuck. No, seriously. And I mean, you just touched on the Democrats again. I mean, seriously, an argument can be made. They just like, if anything, they enable, like, you know, the Republicans by having this like fake kind of, you know, having a fake resistance can often like, you know, you always hear about that. It kind of feeds into whatever you're trying to resist, right? Like having a shitty protest or like half ass and all this can feed into the system, right? They can use it. And sometimes Democrats, it just seems like it's, anything. It's almost like they're just like enablers. You know, there is a famous tactic police always uses in every country. If whenever there's protest, they send people who are called saboteurs mm. or uh, as they call insiders in Iran, they call them, that they go into a protest like in plain clothing and they start the violence. And when violence starts, who's going to win? Police, because they mm -hmm. always have the higher, highest amount of guns or whatever, right? This is like a reverse of that, that we're going to get into a movement and make it so soft and so wishy-washy that it's almost nothing. Yeah really seems to be the case but okay any final Sorry for points? the shitty analogy no no any any final points uh, on the jimmy door story no but i do feel like uh, I, I, the thing is i don't watch jimmy door enough so if i'm wrong in my take and stuff please point yeah. us out because we don't watch it enough and he does a lot of life or not online so maybe we are missing something. But I did but listen did a good to me, hour of it with the Iron Mattis stuff. I mean, yeah. But yeah, yeah no, it did definitely. seem to me he was pointing out the like the ludicrousy that Republicans are now the anti-war party. But then again, I think if you look historically, maybe it's not as ludicrous. But the only thing I think the thing anybody can take the takeaway you can take here for sure, hundred percent, I think is spot on. Was your observation that he's that he shouts less? I feel like hundred percent. That was that that one thing accurate we said Don't for sure, think? right? No, no, you're hundred. Yeah. I mean, it just like hit me in the head. I, like, I love. I, I watch him every now and then. Now. Yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because see, I love him. his topics, and he's. Mm. I I agree with him. I just don't like the. Yeah, I don't like personal like stuff to be honest i must say i don't like like i i like to make fun of people but i don't like it when it gets like really and weird. to be like, fair I to him know. he didn't bring it up like he wasn't a feud with you know tyt also so i mean that brought up a lot of the personal no, no, that, and i'm yeah. not talking about that i'm uh. not mostly i'm talking about like to be honest the joke that put me off completely honest full disclosure everybody was the ryan grimm joke about uh. his face in like sexual gratification something like that i don't know but uh, it wasn't funny and all that. And, you know, <clears throat> that, that was, that, again, I, but that was a joke. I have yeah. the ability to say I don't find this joke funny, but I still think his opinion about politics. I'm not five years old because I don't like somebody's jokes. I don't mm -hmm. go like saying that, oh, they are bad people. Just like I didn't used to say that about TYT and Cenk Uger until I found out all these fucking weird things they've done which I think should be legal, some of them. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you there. So I'm just saying, I don't want to be, a. I just don't want to be, I don't want to anybody assume. <laughs> I just want to have my own fucking, sorry, I, who cares? No I Think I'm, I, who cares? I don't it's know, all good, I, don't worry. My, We're all good, we're all good. <laughs> all right, Sam, all right, folks, we've reached the final segment of our show, so we're going to talk about Tucker a bit, bad fate, connected even a little bit to what we are just discussing with Jimmy Dore. But once again, as it's been the case in this episode, Sam is going to lead the way. 
Oh yeah, it's not a big segment. It's, to be honest, I thought it connects well with the Jimmy Dore thing mm-hmm. because there was big this big talk about Tucker Carlson and the guy. I don't know how. Apparently, he's somehow connected to the guy who did the shooting in tragic shooting in Buffalo, the racist guy who live streamed that. Yeah, awful, awful fucking massacre. And then there were all uh, bad faith made this amazing. I think it was a very good podcast. Although the, I could only listen to thirty minutes of it yeah, about so Tucker Carlson. Yeah, and but it, I think everybody on that podcast is seemed to agree that the main thing they should engage with is the economic policies because the majority of racist people, the, especially the Canadian guy, was so articulate and well spoken about yeah. that. That majority of the racist people are just racist in a you know idiotic way. Whenever you talk to like policy, real policy stuff, he was saying that how, for example, when he explained the idiotic policies of this right winger group, suddenly the people who were following them, following them or supporting them for culture or war reasons we're suddenly like saying okay no this is fucking gold standards can we yeah. <laughs> like can't we can't we can't go back to barter like system can we like i have sheep's like clothing can i <laughs> you know so i love that but then again i was a bit disappointed uh, not disappointed why disappointed this is sounds condescending and shady i was i disagree with brie when she says that she feels that she's selling out or she's not talking up on on like trans issues when right fingers on the hill for example she said say something about the birthing person i think each issue is different and you can have a different view on each issue first of all so you know uh, I, I don't think uh, 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 i think that's like one thing so I, I i first of all i don't think i think professional spaces first of all matter like in a professional space when it's the hill of course it's not it's the, the difference between a headline and an op- opinion ad. so i don't think first of all she should feel guilty as a sort of a yeah, moral of thing but but that's just the moral thing put that aside my main point was that i don't think trans issues and birthing person is the same as tucker carlson and his connections to racism which i think by the way i i don't th- i'm free speech absolutist but at the same time i think tucker carlson is a racist i mean he had somebody on replace the video who talked about the mountain this the chine the skull of chinese people yeah oh yeah we saw that that clip from then i mean it was yeah. just the world's stupidest 30 second oh, i mean it was just just a color i think in our military, we can't get the women off our submarines, and they're all mostly pregnant. Fuck you. Most of those women who are pregnant can fuck you up, you piece of shit. Sissy, son of a bitch. They fuck you up like a piece of shit. You are, you cunt. I mean, people I mean, that, like that, that, that genuinely... is, sur- is surreal, right? Like that guy. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it was like more him. childish than like, I mean, it was I'm so sorry, childish. But... It just made me laugh. I mean, it's just like, it's beyond ridiculous. I mean, just so stupid. Yeah, in an ideal world, people who talk about women or people of eth- different ethnicities like that, frankly, should be put on a spaceship, thrown into a space, and then uh, thrown out of a lock, uh, mm-hmm. what you, lock room or whatever they call it, 
I never heard no, let from them go again. to space. Going to space is a punishment itself. I know everybody doesn't see it that way. Oh, they willingly want to go. Yeah, to- force them. Yeah, <laughs> force them to try to transform uh, Mars for us. Yeah. yeah, like you have to. You have to go. I mean, but I don't know. Though, but people willingly want to do it. Alive, so I don't know. <laughs> keeping them alive feels like poisoning the gene pool at a large scale, though. I mean, disgusting piece of shit. I mean, how much of a low-level goddamn. No, that guy is surreal. That guy is you surreal. Have to be talking about women and other ethnicities like that. Anyway, uh, so I again, I, I'm a free speech absolutist, though I think Tucker should be allowed to. Uh, what were we talking about? Sorry, this guy just threw me off. No, you were talking about Tucker Carlson. Oh, and oh, bad faith and Bree. Oh, oh Bree saying. <laughs> Bree said that I feel like I'm throwing people off like trans. I'm sorry, but trans issues are not it's the same as racial issues. And especially birthing person issue is not the same as uh, uh, racial issues. We should be able to differentiate and we should be able to uh, prioritize different issues. And this, I wanted to go slightly back to the Jimmy Dore thing. Mm-hmm. This is one point I wanted to make, which is I think somewhat important. Look, the left has to decide what does it prioritize and what it doesn't prioritize. Not that what is good, what is bad, mm-hmm. but what is priority and what is not. The reason and why by a lot the of left, you're not Jim- talking about Democrats. You're talking about like people who see themselves as being left of the Democrats. Yes, party. I'm talking about YouTube nice left people like Bad Faith, Breaking Points, Crystal, even Kyle, all these people who I think are at least in good faith. That's why we talk about them. Tucker Carlson, people like that, they're just, who gives a shit? I mean, they're either too stupid or too much of a grifter, mm. right? So these are good faith people. The left has to, again, who the fuck am I? By the way, my opinions are mine and I, I could be ignored. And who gives a shit what I think? I'm just an idiot in Iran. Having right? said that. But having said that, I think one should make this was a conclusion i came to at some point in my life that one should prioritize okay in iran there is a lot of bad things and i hate the islamic republic i hate their fact that they're against individual freedom i hate the fact that they suppress gay sexuality and all that but i do realize that whatever it is it is better than having war in iran because war kills at a much grander scale both directly and indirectly in many ways, uh, look at Iraq, look at many different countries. And I believe if it was like world, post-World War II and I thought the Americans are going to come and give a Marshall plan to everybody and stuff, maybe I would have supported that or supported Iraq war or supported the Libyan war. But it doesn't seem to be that. It seems to be fragmentation like Balkans and selling weapons, right? So the left in America has to at some point decide which one do you care more about? Do you care more about, for example, a slightly higher minimum wage? And that's what, for example, Crystal Ball and Kyle Kalinske never, never, they don't retreat on that ever. They always, any update on that, they talk about that. Or war against innocent people in Africa or in Middle East or in East Asia or in Europe or now in Europe or wherever, right? There has to be a differentiation made. And that's why, for me, Jimmy Dore is far more of a leftist than these people because he is talking about, in a way, more significant issues. No matter how much I care about Roe versus Wade, and I do care about it a lot, and I do think it's huge. I do think the issue of, for example, raising minimum wage in the third world, which 
overwhelmingly affects the women living in the third world who do a lot of manual labor is more important in terms of feminist things. So if there is a candidate that is, you know, for that, but internally is not for, for example, Roe versus Wade or for raising the minimum wage, I'm going to vote for him. You know, that's why Trump in some ways may look more leftist. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think the left seems to be falsely equating a lot of two, just like they falsely equate black experience in America with trans experience or with gay experience. They falsely equate sometimes war with uh, very uh, other issues, which I think war should be viewed as a far, far different issue, as worst of the worst, as the mother of all, war and poverty, mother of all crimes, mother of all uh, evil things. I mean, just just yeah. the amount of recorded death of civilians and rapes and shit we know. Imagine how much shit is not recorded. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I mean, honestly, I can't, I mean, I can't disagree with you, man. Like, I mean, you know, what's like the most, in terms of number, how many people has it affected the most horrifying thing that happened in the past 20 years or so that I know most about is Iraq war. I'm trying to think, you know, I mean, they say half a million to a million people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. The Libyan and you went unfair you picked, to... you compared it to other big issues because even roe versus wade is like wade a is much bigger extremely... issue than some and other issues should... that are for... but it's not like nobody should fight for those issues anyway but like exactly. yeah I, I take what you're saying like as a as the left the main thing the main issue the main thing that we want to work on what should it be and also when you want to talk and, and other things categorize them and understand the level of importance when it comes from one issue to another and this is by the way this is extremely i must say this is a bit of a self-confession because this was a fucking road for me to get here because i was one of those idiots who growing up thought individual freedom is the most important thing mm. the, uh, the fact that i can say whatever i want in america is the most no food roof over your head water the ability to fucking have uh, you know child that it goes to a school without getting yeah. shot at these are the most important thing. And again, I am one of these liberal brainwashed from childhood ideas, mm -hmm. the, the great struggle of ideas since Plato, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's not, I swear to God, it's life, it's living, it's eating food, it's having roof, it has in, having water, yeah. it's having heat. And yeah, I think left should really focus on that a bit more. And maybe when we did provide that, then we, we can move on to families and how, you know, families should uh, tolerate all kinds of people and all different kinds of things. And the reason I picked Roe versus Wade and women issues in general is because the women's issues to me after war is the most important mm -hmm. issue. It affects more than 50% of population directly. The other 50%, mm -hmm. I would say indirectly for sure. And it's this, and it's an embarrassment. I live in a country where women are forced to wear clothing. Many of them don't want. It's embarrassing. It's like having fucking uniform. Mm -hmm. My mom is for, because some asshole old guy decided my mom has to wear a fucking uniform. It's embarrassing. But one must understand whatever embarrassing that may be, war is worse. 100% agree with you, Sam. I think, 
I think we're going to have to stop the podcast after today because I think you too peaked. much agreement. No, no, you peaked. <laughs> I think today today was your best performance. All your points were really? the best. Yeah, I think you peaked. So guys, this I is thought, the last episode of Progressive <laughs> Spar and Brawl. After thought, this, it's all done. Wait, wait. <laughs> man, I, I genuinely feel my jokes about Justice League and Frankfurt School were funnier, but okay, yeah, whatever. No, today, I, you know how this is like natural. Wait, don't get angry. Dude. Calm down. I don't know what's going on. No, no. On. This is natural, dude. You know how much okay, effort I, go. I put into those stupid jokes? <laughs> Stick to what you're years. good at, Sam. <laughs> I'm good at jokes. I want to be a comedian. All right? Don't waste your life like Joe Rogan. I don't know why he tries to be a comedian. You're a natural at five other things, but he's forcing himself to be a comedian. No, Joe, comedian. you're a natural commentator at the UFC. You're a natural interviewer. I've never heard you make a good joke. <laughs> no, man, but genuinely, being a comedian, though, you're I funnier must, than I Joe Rogan. To... I'll give you that, though, if that makes you happy. <laughs> So well, Joe Rogan doesn't make jokes. I don't know if he's yeah, funny Joe or not. He just that. does impressions and then he does his show. He's a stand-up. He's a stand-up. He's a stand-up. He's worst. No, he's a stand-up. He's worst. His impressions are good, though. He, I like his impressions. I don't know if you've ever. It's fine. Yeah. But compared to the comedians, he like Doug Stanhope, man, like yeah. he's a fucking legend. Bill Burr mm-hmm. is a prophet made into a man. But then, you know, Joe, like, it's just compared to the people he hangs out with, he's just... But and he I doesn't make him. jokes. I don't understand why he never cracks a joke. I would love to hear him crack a joke. But he he's, like, he the most does, non-comedian he's comedian. I know, Have yeah. Seen his, he has a stand-up. He no, no, I know he has stand-up. Jokes. But I'm saying in his podcast, like, he's, I make more jokes. He's good at voice-cracking. He, yeah, 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 I agree. He barely makes any. Yeah, any, very little. Yeah. yeah, very little. I agree. Relative to what you expect from a yeah, comedian. comedian. Like exactly. Tom Segura, who comes on Joe Rogan a lot, he's very funny. And his wife, whose name I forget. But yeah, I, I definitely... But man, being a comedian is the greatest thing in the world. Because really? laughter is... Laughter is... Laughter is involuntarily. You know, it's not a fucking fake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. clapping or everything. Crying. Some like cultures can be involuntarily in some situations. But laughter is just... Like, you know you got that person then. <laughs> Even, like, it's involuntarily. It's so good. I love most it. Most of the time. Most, <laughs> most of the time. Of course, I'm not talking about, ha, ha, ha. What, <laughs> a, what a good take Walter had. <laughs> but okay, brilliant stuff, Sam. Any final words? No, thank you for your... First, it has started to shut the fuck up, but it's ending <laughs> on a very positive note. Yeah. I didn't it's tell you to shut the fuck up. I played the scenario in my head, and in the scenario, I told you to shut the fuck up. Hypothetical, Sam. Hypothetical. Imagine it was at risk. It was a game of risk. <laughs> I should maybe go on yeah. MSNBC, play it out. <laughs> I'll be yeah, like, yeah, Chuck, can sure. me and my friends come play a 2v2 football game? I don't know. On, on MSNBC, <laughs> you can film it. <laughs> As they say in Iran, yeah, five 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 to the side. What did I yeah. call it in Iran? Five five. five, five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And okay. it's brilliant. Okay, folks, please leave your comments, questions, criticisms down below. We'll make sure you get to them. If not, please like and subscribe, and we'll see you in our next video. Thank you.